keep it fresh. We're gonna we're gonna capture the the real the real stuff. So um, fresh. Okay. Blah 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 blah. Okay, now you may speak to me. Thank you. <laughs> I was literally like, Amy, stop talking. Save it for the podcast. And now I am allowed to talk and I don't know what I want to say anymore. <laughs> we haven't seen each other. Okay, can I tell you how long it's been since we've seen each other? Are you ready? How long has it been? It's actually been a month. Get out. Yeah, because oh. we record every other week. So Right, and I was and gone for like off. three weeks. Yeah. Whoa. I know. A whole month, Tammy? It's awful. I hate it. Who are You're we? never allowed to go on vacation again. Now, My- I'm allowed to go on vacation sometimes, but. <laughs> well, when you were like living overseas, we never uh, missed a podcast record. And true. you were all over the place. But I wasn't living there. I was like, go, go, go for me. Yeah, it's different. You didn't have time to like adjust to the time zone and whatnot. Exactly. I had a three, two and a half Long yet short weeks, and mm. although the podcast was always on my mind because I was like, this is very old. This is very old. <laughs> this is extraordinarily old. I can't believe we didn't plan like a like a Italy one when you came back. But, I know. I know. You know. That's us. Well, <laughs> the last time we did an Italy-based topic or episode, I did one that I you had oh, already yeah. done. So I've burned myself bad from that topic. That's a really good point. Um, I mean, I would let you do something we already did if you had actually gone there, you know. That's true. That's true. Well, now that I've been to specific spots in Italy, then Mm -hmm. I can do like, I can hone in and be like, oh, I'll do Haunted Venice or Haunted Florence and things like that. I did that one time. Well, I didn't do it on the podcast, but you did edinburgh castle and then i went there in real life that's right and it was in fact scary you also went to the catacombs of paris (laughs) and then you reported back on it in a whole episode afterwards you're good that was fun that was really fun that was neat that was fun for me because i didn't have to go yeah i'm not gonna lie it like I am not cool with dead bodies. I know that makes me so unusual because I know everyone's just like super chill with dead bodies all the time. But like it was one of those things where I was like get, getting ready to walk down that staircase and I was like, wait, what did I just pay for? <laughs> and you went by yourself too. I you did. didn't have like. That was better though. Mm. That was better in my opinion because I was allowed to be the exact amount of scared I wanted to be. And it wasn't like I was like down there all by myself. There were like 50 other people. True, true. But so there was nobody like having a moment of feeling brave and trying to push me into skulls. You know what I mean? So. That is better. Yeah. Like I've never seen like a bunch of skulls and bones piled on top of each other. So that would be a little like off putting to know it's not a prop or like a Disney ride. It you was know? interesting. Yeah, it was definitely like, it, yeah, it was definitely a, a thing. And then I think I texted you immediately when I came out because I like came out, I went to the bathroom, 
And then I was like walking down the street to go to the train and I looked down and I realized I had bone dust on my That's on my right. Coat. You did text me that. <laughs> like I fucking bone dust on my There's coat. bone dust on my coat. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, there's bone dust. Oh my God. <laughs> like they're careful about it, but they're not that careful. Right. Like I, I was being respectful, but I had kind of an A-line coat situation, you know? So cute. I love me yeah. an A-line coat. You don't mm. want bone dust on that shit. I mean, that's you you're gonna run the risk of bone dust if you're wearing an A-line <laughs> symmetry in the catacombs of Paris. Yeah. Now this is the kind of accessible universal conversation that you can expect to hear on Banshees and Booze on Paranormal Podcast with a shot of liquid courage oh that felt good that felt good <laughs> it felt so good <laughs> oh it's been a whole month a whole <gasps> month crazy but you had a good time right I did. I did. It was it yeah. was nice. So I was in Italy primarily for my sister's wedding. Right, I got right, pushed right. back a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, she and her husband. Husband. A husband are <laughs> high society people. No. Hold on. The people that had their wedding in Italy are a little fancy. And oh. of all places like Como, which every time, so like I never thought much of Como because that's where my family is from. Like my dad's, my great grandparents on my dad's side. I know one thing about Como. What's that? Uh, wait, shit. I, God, I'm so, I'm so crazy right now. Uh, George Clooney got married there. That's George right. Clooney lives yeah. there. Oh, yes. he lives there. Yes. Yeah, I know. He got married there. Yes. And Chrissy Teigen and John Legend got married there in the same venue where my sister got married. Amy. (laughs) Why are they not supporting our podcast? Uh, (laughs) Probably because we're talking shit about them on the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that Como was super wealthy and fancy. I'm like, let's just where my relatives are from. Um, And we're not rich. And so I didn't think much of it. But every time I'm like, yeah, it's in Lake Como. The reaction's always like, oh. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. And now I've been um, for a week. And now I get it. I'm like, okay, this place (laughs) is hot. Concur. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Concur. Ooh. That is why George Clooney lives there. It was yep. beautiful. And then afterwards, to get a break from the family stuff, yeah. Yeah. Ithamar and I did a, our own week in Italy, and we went to Milan and Firenze, and ah, um, which is Florence, and then and Venice and uh, Chianti, and then we oh. came home. I'm still That's recovering. So nice. It was lovely. As as you'd expect, food was insane. The wine mm-hmm. was delightful you could drink it like bottomless and not feel the effects at all the next day like it was just so wonderful like all the gelato all of the time (laughs) you don't gain an ounce because we walked like 10 miles a day um everything was so fresh and so local and just so ah and of course oh yes go ahead did it well did it feel like I mean were you like COVID stressed the whole time or did it feel like I was okay. super COVID stressed getting there. Yeah. And then we flew into Venice and I was like, oh my God, it is fucking packed in this city. Like it was mm-hmm. so crowded. And, but to get into Europe and to get into Italy, you have to right. 
be fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You have to show that you've tested negative within 72 hours of the flight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really strict. It's, it's really, really strict. And then to get into any indoor places in Italy, right. you had to show your vaccination card and your passport. So France is doing the same thing. I have, I've been looking is, is yeah. why I, yeah. Every, yeah. Two, every 72 hours, basically you have to get tested to be able to go inside anyway. Yes. Yeah. Which is good because I was yeah, like, okay, I'm that's, a fan. I feel safer here than I do in America because yeah, right? no one needs to get tested or show their vaccination status to uh-huh. do shit. So, um, so yeah, I felt safe about that, but then it's just like the outdoor seating, which when you're in Italy and the weather's beautiful, of course you want to eat outdoors and the tables are pretty close together and you don't have to wear your mask when you're eating or drinking. Mm. Also like when you're in Italy, when are you not eating or drinking? Um, so yeah, so it was a little like nerve wracking, but I brought a bunch of like those home tests that you could take at home which feel, mm-hmm. feel like you're doing little pregnancy tests because you're just waiting like oh my god oh my god <laughs> just to like stay on top of it and yeah, then and we we never we were never positive and then you have to test with a doctor prior to going home and then mm-hmm. I tested a few times when I got home just to be safe and yeah so COVID stress was definitely a thing but I mean you know like I'm not going to lie from I, I know you and that sounds like average level of there's some sickness going around stress for you. Like, yes, y- y- you know, I feel it like I, the reason yeah. I asked you is because I know you're the most careful person that I know. Yeah, I'm really careful and I get really stressed, but I wore my mask all the time. And yep. um, and then when it got down to like eating outdoors and, yeah. you know, if, I was like, well, I'm vaccinated and I just have yeah. to hope that it works you know I mean even even now CDC I keep because like you know football season started and so I'm like watching these games and I'm like there's 60,000 people in those stands are they just all gonna die like what the fuck is going on so then I'm even like getting on the internet being like dear CDC WTF right and I guess even now they're kind of like eh it's mostly fine if you're in a red zone contamination or like a spreading contagion area like you should probably six feet or mask outdoors, but outdoors is probably fine. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. I know. I know. It feels like all of a sudden it's just like, eh, eh. should be fine. Yeah. I know. I'm just like, I wish I could get a booster shot. Because then know. I would feel really like super secure. But I think I'm going to, I think I might qualify for one here in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, the, county that I got vaccinated in the first time is like so on top of everything that they started sending out text messages last week that was like we've already pre-registered you so that the minute they're released you get you get on the list oh my gosh that's awesome yeah I don't even have to think about it oh that's one of the advantages of living in a place where people don't really fucking want vaccines (laughs) is I get the first vaccines you know (laughs) that's a really good point that's an advantage I would have never thought of You're like, there's plenty to go around here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, ironically, so we're talking about Italy, where Amy just went and um, had terrible, terrible COVID situation. Um, Our topic for today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Kind of recently had really fucking terrible COVID situation. Uh, But seems mostly fine now. Yes. Um, uh, That's right. This this week we are it is a 50 states of ghosts. And what are we doing, Amy? Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. (laughs) I'll make a 
Brand new start of it. Bam. New York. New York. <laughs> you know I love it. You know I love it every time. I mean, the best thing is Tammy draws these 50 states and she uh-huh. draws Texas. Uh-huh. She draws New York. It's like they were the universe was like, I'm so sorry I gave you so much Midwest. I'm really <laughs> sorry. Yes. It's real flat and boring. Here's some good ones. Here and you go. your face as you're pulling them. I can't wait to post these videos because it was just like, I mean, we already posted Texas because we did that one, but like New York <laughs> and you're just like, what? <laughs> like, I couldn't how, believe it. How did you pull both of our home states one after the other? It was amazing. <gasps> amazing. So exciting. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. So I went to the my homeland, my people's homeland of Italy, and now mm. my home state of New York. This is crazy. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. It's a homecoming all the way. Well, um, I... Oh, what are you drinking? Hey, what oh, are you drinking? Oh, wait, well, because... I forgot like, how the podcast works. <laughs> fresh off the boat from Italy. Um, mm. I, I just uh, had to... I didn't bring home any wine because, ugh, it was just too much to tra- travel with. Yeah, but I yeah. did stop at the wine, my wine shop, my local wine shop, and got a mm. nice Tuscan blend. It's <gasps> mostly Sangiovese grapes, a little Merlot. Oh, I don't remember the rest. Cabernet. Look, um, you already surpassed my knowledge, and I'm very turned on right now. <laughs> Well, the, you wait until you see my new glass that I brought home from Italy. Okay. <gasps> because I literally, you took a sip out of it. I can't even tell you guys. It's like, okay, you know those candies that you actually don't want to eat and they're old lady candies. And then also it kind of looks like Greek things and it's glass and it's all squished together and it's, it's just, it's beautiful. And I did a terrible job describing no, it. No, you did a perfect job describing it. But when Amy posts a picture of it on the Instagram, you'll go, oh, those candies. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? Well, we're doing New York. So you know what I had to have? <gasps> a Manhattan. A Manhattan. That's yeah, but so it's, kind of a, it's kind of a lazy Manhattan. I have most of the ingredients. I have bourbon I have sweet angust or sweet vermouth and angostura bitters I did not have orange bitters so oh okay is that the one that com- has like an orange peel in it sometimes or is that I mean maybe if you buy I the fancy know. one okay and then I've had them before too where like <laughs> like <laughs> my ex-boyfriend loved Manhattans and he would make it he'd like peel the the orange peel yeah and then he'd twist it and then like do like a lighter like light it on fire yes, a little bit. Yes, I've seen that. And it was so funny because he, sometimes I hope he listens to this still, because he was a fucking alcoholic and still he'd be like stumbling drunk in the kitchen and still had to do his twist like lit on fire. I was oh just my like, gosh. just drink a beer like a normal alcoholic for Christ's sake. He did all that just for himself? Yes, that every is- fucking time. He would, he would, chill the glass oh my god every fucking time like he thinks he's benjamin fucking babish or whatever <laughs> he's a high think... maintenance alcoholic yeah Jeez. i don't think babish's first name is benjamin benjamin it's binging uh but anyway <laughs> <laughs> well i would like to see you light an orange peel on fire for this uh this I should have done that i should have just gotten a big bowl of potpourri and set it on fire <laughs> that would have been fun 
Oh um, my god. Well, my friend, it's your state. I think you should go first. Oh my god. Okay. Well, mine was less exciting than I wanted it to be, only because. Oh, mine too. Oh, perfect. Yay. <laughs> because we've done. New York just yeah. happenstance, you know. Well, we did our hometown, so mm-hmm. I did like a 90-minute episode on just New Rochelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is back when we uh, thought we had limitless time for podcasts, <laughs> like episode three. We um, just like didn't have the, you know, vibe yet. No, we were still really enjoying hearing our voices on a mic, mm-hmm. you know. It was very mm-hmm. new to us still. We're like, oh, let's just keep talking. Now it's torture. So. Yeah. Now we're like, now we have to listen to this to edit it two days right. later. <laughs> so, and we had done just so many things that happened to take place in New York. Um, mm-hmm. so How many much. times did that well come up in oh, your research? Oh my God, Tammy. Yep. So much. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, this is great. I'm like, oh, nope, done it. Nope, done, done it. <laughs> Whoops. So um, I just pulled up a bunch of different things. And um, I was like, okay, have I been to any of these places? Uh, there's a very famous restaurant called One If By Land, Two If By Sea. And okay. I've, I think I got a glass of wine there once when I was an underage drinker. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of history that you're going to enjoy because it has to do with Aaron Burr. <laughs> I'm having... A, the slightest panic attack. Oh, Let no. Let me tell you why. Did you do this? No, because I opened your research and I saw one if by land, two if by sea. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't scroll down any further. So I don't know what other places you did. That's the only place I did. It's the oh, only thank one. God. Okay, yeah. I thought you were saying you did like nope. several nope. places. Nope, nope. I looked at several places. I looked. So chances are whatever you chose, maybe I looked at that. Maybe you passed it. I might yeah. have scrolled by yeah. it. No. Okay. No panic. Okay. No worries. I'm sorry I worded that incorrectly. Come on, Manhattan. Come through. Yeah. Come through. I will not do that to you. If I okay. do more than one location, I will Put it yeah. at the top. You're always the first one. So at the top, just go, Tammy, I did more than one. <laughs> Tammy, keep scrolling. Tammy, keep scrolling. <laughs> I think I made a note for you because I know I'm usually the first to get research done. Some, most Hell of the yeah. time. But I made a note with the time I did Krabby Dicks. And I was like, yes. she's going to open this to see what I chose. And I wrote a note. I was like, I had to. I'm uh-huh. sorry. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> So, okay, so this is a New York City restaurant. It's called One If By Land, Two If By Sea. And I'm like, I've heard of it. It's really popular. And I was like, oh, I think I've totally been there. And then when I read about it, it's like, it's the most romantic restaurant. I'm like, nope, never went on a single date when I lived there. So definitely never went. Are you going to give us, are you going to give us history? Are you going to give us the history of the phrase, One If By Land, Two If By Sea? Yes. It was I know from it a poem. Well, what I read on the website was that okay, it's a po- okay. it's from a poem, but I don't know which poem. What know. do you know it from? You know what? I didn't know that it was an actual poem, but that makes sense because of how things used to be. It was Revolutionary War times, and so when they were trying to figure out like if the British were attacking, um. They would put a light in the window. So how are they coming? How are they going to attack? One light if by land, two if by sea. Ah. So I think that then that later got turned into a poem probably. It, but. D- yes. Okay. So it was the poem 
after the event. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, cool. It's, oh, Paul Revere coined yeah. the phrase. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, cool. Tams, thanks for the history oh, lesson. Oh, my, my absolute pleasure oh to just my insert myself gosh, and I my theater it. degree into this conversation. Yeah, well, uh, now Tammy will be reading the poem, One If By Land, Two If By Sea, by Paul Revere. <laughs> There once was a man from Nantucket. (laughs) Who was in a war and said, eh, fuck it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, well, thank you for that history lesson. Because that brings us to uh, this restaurant, which started out, it's old. It started out as a carriage house that was built in 1767. Damn. Right? It's like, I forgot that New York City was that old. Like, oh, right. Um, So, okay. I'm just going to... Oh, this is from Time Out. Oh, Amy. Yeah, you did your research a long time ago. I saw. Yeah. And you know what Amy forgot to do was... (laughs) I cited my sources, but I forgot to consolidate... The three articles that I pulled from. Oh, no, I hate when that happens. Motherfucker. Are, are they, they're all in like crazy fonts and yes. stuff? Yes. Yes, they are. You know what? I believe in you, Amy. I believe that you oh, can bad. start reading things and then go, oops, I already said that. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I believe in you. I'm so sorry. Okay. Shit. Fuck. One, okay. one if by podcast, two if by cut and paste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Thank goodness it's not too long. Um, okay. So this is from Time Out New York. Uh-huh. This uber romantic restaurant in the mm-hmm. West Village was once former Vice President Aaron Burr's <gasps> carriage house. Oh, shit. I know, right? Um, uh, it goes right into ghost stuff. So I want to like get more. Okay. Um, okay. So it was his carriage house and now it's like lovely and romantic. It's got rich woods. It's like white label, white label, white table linens and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it says, this is from New York Eater, paintings of people who are most certainly all dead at this point, <laughs> um, and a grand piano. Um, and then rumor has it that there are 20 ghosts that inha- inhabit this establishment. 20. Sorry, 20? 20. That's too many. That's 19 too many. That's 20 uh-huh. too many, to it's be honest. <laughs> So, um, okay, so this is from the manager of the restaurant. Uh, General General Manager Roseanne Martino says, yeah, this place is definitely haunted. Mm. Uh, Quote, I've had experiences, inexplicable experiences. I've been here for eight years and I have seen a lot. Um, some of the paranormal activity that she describes is pretty classic stuff. Picture frames tilting, machinery activating by itself, strange drafts, especially by the bar, um, flying plates. What? Yeah. Typical, you know, yeah, you just, know just nothing, nothing to see here. Uh, <laughs> flickering lights, um, staff members will occasionally be pushed. Um, and then when they turn around, no one is behind them. Um, she explained, this is so sad and funny. She explained that waiters have actually attempted to serve entities who are sitting at a table. Um, I was like, 
that would suck so bad if you're like really busy and you're like, fuck, oh. I, someone just sat down. I got to get to this table. And what a waste you, like, of time. Are, yeah, you already like put out the, the water and the bread. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking wasted my time, ghost. <laughs> this table could have been used for someone who actually tips. What uh-huh. the fuck? <laughs> like, like that, um, was it in Thailand where those taxi drivers got tipped with leaves? Yes. <laughs> From, from the, the ghost, ghost passengers yes <laughs> like um you still have to pay the meter actually oh <laughs> man god my <laughs> mileage gas oh yeah these these uh let's just say these servers would get stiffed by ah! oh yes, she's she back. may be jet lagged but she is back <laughs> oh my gosh that was good amy that was real good that was really good uh, <laughs> <laughs> um another manager kirk adair described the restaurant like the forest you know what? there are creatures around you but you don't necessarily see them calm Mate. down chris oh K- kirk tammy kirk, kirk. Sorry, sorry kirk please call him by sorry. his Ugh, his christian his... name <laughs> <laughs> he says you, you don't necessarily see them, maybe out of the corner of your eye, but for the most part, they remain hidden. Kirk annoys me. He's just yeah. annoying me. Um, they say that staff members have actually quit over the paranormal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't believe that the ghosts are malicious, but they are more into practical jokes. Ooh. Yeah. So, and like staff gets really fed up and freaked out by it, and they do not like it. So, there was a time, and this is in all the articles. Um, that women's earrings were getting lost constantly in that restaurant. Like what? they would like at several women at one time in the restaurant would only have one earring or no earrings <gasps> at all. That is creepy as fuck. Isn't that really, really creepy? Yeah. Yes, I know. So they, they believe that, um, uh, they believe it's the ghost of Theodosia. Yeah. Yes. Who I did a whole thing on her and her uh-huh. death because she died in like the Shipwreck Carolinas. Yeah. 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 She. Yeah. yeah. Um. But because ghosts can be omnipresent, and this was her dad's carriage house, mm-hmm. um, that she has an attachment to it because so does Aaron Burr. Sir. So they think that Theodosia, uh, because she's been seen on the staircase, they think that she swipes earrings off of unsuspecting diners. I respect um, that. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's a fun game to play. Like that it's a lady ghost and not like a creepy dude ghost. Yes. You know, with like an ear fetish or something. Yes, it's just a, a lady ghost with an affinity for fine jewelry. And that's yeah. cool. That's fine. Um, okay, so a parapsychologist who visited uh, the restaurant believes that there are 20 ghosts active in the building, all from different time periods, but he says mm-hmm. that they are all well aware of each other. Um, some think that Aaron Burr haunts the establishment, um, which I already mentioned. It was his carriage house. There are also stories about other spirits. A woman who dresses in a black gown who has been seen walking down the staircase but never up. 
Interesting. Ooh. I know, right? Like a little broken huh. record. Yeah. Uh, they theorize that she broke her neck falling down the stairs. Whoops. So she's just carefully walking down the stairs in her afterlife. You know, I make a mistake one time and I got to like prove 700,000 <laughs> times that I'm never oh. going to do it again. I get it's like, it. Like, look, I know how to walk down. Fine. I'll do it again. Here's- you should see how good I am at parallel parking at this point. <laughs> Yeah. She's like, Theodosia, stop putting earrings on the stairwell to try and trip me. I'm not falling down again. Stop it. (laughs) No, Theodosia. Um, There is an entity who inhabits the office, um, like one of the offices in the building, that a psychic claims to have had an encounter with. And there is a ghost who is believed to be a zig. Zigfield Follies Girl. <gasps> oh I my god. It doesn't explain why, but the staff lights candles for her. Which probably is probably because cute. she's covered in feathers and also slowly walks down the stairs. Oh <laughs> shit. Yes, good point. <laughs> I would love to see that. Right? Um, there's a spirit of a man who lingers by the fireplace and another man who lingers by the front door. Um, it's unclear what draws the spirits to this space. Um, but if something strange occurs, staff are encouraged to leave and give the spirits their space. So kind. It's very I thoughtful. Mean, I would literally just be like, oh, sorry, I'm on a ghost break. Uh, <laughs> totally like no one smokes anymore. It's like my section because I, I need to give the spirit space. I'm on a ghost break. Right ghost now. break. I'll be uh, back in 30. Does that work for them? <laughs> okay, the ghost says that works for them. So. Spook break. Spook break. Spook break. <laughs> so the other source that i have um is from newyorkghosts.com woo venerable Um, it's my last source so i'm going to probably skim a lot because they probably uh uh that was a lot of stuff that i said already that was happening with me with mine i had the same paragraph 17 yeah well this one says that the establishment has seen Prostitution, mysterious disappearances, and gruesome deaths in its his- that are tied to its history. Look, let's be real. Anything that's that old, some shit went down. Obviously, you know, yeah. It could it could yeah. be like a phone booth, and it's right. like seventeen people met their end in this phone. Booth. Yeah, and you're like, it's yeah, a it's building it's old. that was constructed three hundred years ago. Like yeah. it's seen a lot. It's seen a lot, and like you know, one couple has sex in there, and it's like, well, it was a prostitute. It was a uh-huh. whorehouse. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay. Okay, exactly. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it also. Also repeats like you know how some staff have quit um, a maitre d resigned after being shoved up and down the stairs every night by invisible hands <laughs> nerd i know i was thinking the same thing i'm like ah lisa I, why are you doing it every night come on uh-huh. <laughs> that's really that makes me laugh um uh, staff members and diners alike have reported strange incidents lights flickering patrons and shoved da, 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 da. earrings of women going missing mm-hmm, 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 um mm-hmm. oh champagne glasses flying off the shelves very Ooh. specific and fancy yes very um pictures and paintings uh vanish off of the restaurant's walls completely oh, shit yeah that would that would definitely freak me out, I will say. Um, 
they believe that Theodosia is also the one breaking plates. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, they just Greek. blame her for everything. I'm just kidding. She, <laughs> like, I don't think she's Greek. She's the one who steals the earrings and she breaks the plates. <laughs> yeah. If you hear Opas afterwards, she's definitely Greek. <laughs> That's definitely a yeah. Greek Theodosia. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the woman on the staircase. Oh, the, yeah. The paranormal. What a paranormal paranormal investigator confirms that she did break her neck tripping down her dress tripping over her dress which is like pretty funny too actually I just feel like such a classic we would trip over our her dress but like if she's wearing her dress every day she knows how to freaking walk in it like she wouldn't know how to walk in our Spanx this is but like we you know yeah she'd know how to walk in her dress I know exactly like she probably wouldn't know how to walk in like a pair of Nike sneakers and like yoga pants right now because she'd be like what is this I don't get it or like Louboutins like they couldn't do Louboutins this is so true right they had like small heels back then Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like I dare someone to give me some Louboutins so that I can prove that I can walk in them like Uh, just as like a funny joke it's a funny joke yeah just buy me some Louboutins actually buy me some Jimmy Choo. That's what I want, actually. I love Jimmy Choo's. You could buy me any of those high-class brands, but please mm-hmm. make it a kitten heel because I legit will break my neck just like that <laughs> person on the staircase. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we'd have a we'd have a mixed podcast then. Half alive, half, half, alive, half dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, more details on the uh, Zigfield Follies girl. Oh, um, good. Her name is flow apparently which is adorable um and uh the she haunts the restaurant's constitution room huh um and then there is a blacksmith uh that lingers on the stairways um on the upper stories of the building where he lived and he was seen by a retired staff member many years ago. Mm. So if you guys want a side of poltergeist with your beef Wellington and your Manhattans. And your ro- um, romantic environments with linens. So romantic. <laughs> then uh, get on over to one if by lands, two if by sea. And uh, tell us how it goes. Because I didn't even look at the menu, Tammy. How did I not do that? Gosh darn it. Um, well, I should have looked at the menu. But anyway, yeah, I'm sure up. it's overly. Pro- oh, should I do it now? Okay. Um, I don't know. Why okay. not? One if by What lands. the fuck are we doing? One if by lands, two if by sea. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. I bet there's a lot of seafood. I Oh, my. There better be. I bet be. there's one steak dish and two seafood dishes. <laughs> oh, my God. I bet you you're right. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. I clicked on the menu and it wouldn't open. Okay. Is it not open right now? I just love looking at menus online. Is that weird? I love menus. Well, here's one on open table of the menu. Okay. Okay. Here's what we got. Oh, you could do a tasting menu, but let's look at the a la carte. Oh, love a tasting menu. Oh, they've got the the old school beef wellington, rack Mm -hmm. of lamb. Yeah. They've got themselves, you could get yourself a little main roasted lobster. (gasps) There's Uh, your C. There's your C. Oh, they have Branzino. Duck breast, uh, <laughs> halibut. It's a, I love it there. Halibut is such a like classic, like fancy old school fish. Right? They won't give you salmon. No. They'll give you halibut. They're like, it's a white fish, but it's real thick. So that's how you know it's fancy. <gasps> I totally agree. Like, it's what you I see. I bet there's capers on it, too. I, I bet you. 
a bet. million dollars. I bet they're. Oh, and you know, in appetizers, seared sea scallops. Yes. So old, old, old fashioned, fancy restaurant love vibes it. for sure. Oh okay, my God, we're I going there next Yay. time we go to New York. This is Amy. right up our alley. Oh, yep. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, we'll see, have to see if it's anywhere near where my research is from, uh, which I've got like, I. I cut together, I think, like three articles um, and a little extra. Oh, yeah. So my my sources are Curb.com. You know, I love that. The best. Uh, a place called The Lineup, which I had never heard of. Ooh. New York Haunted Houses.com. Hello. Hey. And uh, a little, there's a little uh, cut in here from a website called The Bowery Boys where they do like the history of New York, which is kind of mm. cool. Mm. Okay, so I am doing the real estate of 57 West 57th Street. Ooh. Okay. You're picturing it in your head. I am picturing it in my head. It's got to be like really close to Central Park. Yeah, I think it is. To Columbus Circle. Yeah. It's a fancy ass place for sure. Oh my God, I want to look at a picture of it already. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, do that while I'm reading. Okay. Okay, So most of this is from some articles, so it'll sound fancier than I actually am. Okay. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Quality apartments are notoriously hard to come by in New York City, but not 57 West 57th Street. (laughs) Over the years, multiple tenants of the luxurious building have fled their digs Mm. because of an alleged curse. (gasps) No. Okay. So let's get started. In 1922, Albert Champion was a professional cyclist. Okay. okay. And the inventor of the spark plug. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most 1922 thing I've ever heard of in my life. Oh my God. That's that he great. was a professional cyclist and he invented fucking spark plugs. <laughs> What a hero. <laughs> too oh, much. I too much for spark me. Spark yep. plugs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he met and married his much younger wife named uh, Edna Crawford. She was from Kansas City. Um, in 1927 in Paris, uh champion stumbled upon so there's not a lot of details here about how this all occurred um but he he stumbled upon edna his wife and her french lover a man named charles brazel and this article says that they were canoodling in a bar Uh I, i assume this article came out around the same time as mean girls um So the two men fought, and and Brazel, the lover, uh, punched the husband champion. Um, and uh, hours later, champion died in his room, in his hotel room, apparently of heart failure. But Aww. like no one ever investigated, right? So so okay. So here's my overview so far. <laughs> Younger wife's lover punches. Rich husband, he dies, no investigation, 1920s. Okay, here we go. So Edna, who is now $12 million richer, returns home to New York with her French lover. And the two found a beautiful penthouse at 57 West 57th Street. Oh, ho, ho, ho. So um, 
when she discovered that the penthouse that she so loved was not actually available to rent, she said, eh, fuck it. And she bought the entire building for $1.3 million in cash. No. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Little entitled bitch. Uh-huh. <gasps> So the so the two of them they start uh, remodeling the penthouse right they're just like doing it up crazy style making it all fancy there's a there's a forty foot Venetian mural that features a nude portrait of Edna which is like <laughs> by the way at some point in my life I will have a nude portrait of myself as a centerpiece in my home just to make people uncomfortable. Okay. They also built a $30,000 gold-plated canopy over their bed. Oh, for heaven's sake, guys. It's they pretty feeling obvious it. what you uh, what you needed this money for uh-huh. and so, why. Unfortunately, Edna and Charles's relationship went sour. Oh, dear. They were not really in love? I mean, I I can't say, but I can say that they both drank too much and got into a lot of fights. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. So one night they're both drunk and they're in a giant fight. And Charles, in 1920s fashion, picks up the phone and beats Edna to death with it. (gasps) Oh, I was not. I did not think that was going to go there. No one thought it was going to happen. I did not know. Whoa. Well, so on the plus side, Edna's bodyguards immediately picked up Charles and threw him over the balcony. He fell 19 stories to the sidewalk below. Holy shit. I did not expect any of this. Oh, my God, Tammy. Holy so shit. He, he did eventually die of his injuries, but not immediately. Um, he lived just long enough to try to contest the will, Edna's will. Oh, my um, God. It was an unsuccessful. He You're was not able to contest kidding. it. I know. Oh, my um, God. So uh, it's claimed that Charlie had, had wiled away. Uh, oh, oh, that he had. Well, it says wiled away. That's not what they mean. They mean like... Uh, secreted it away Mm. um so there's a rumor that even like in the walls of the penthouse there might be like cash hidden (gasps) um dang i'm surprised nobody tried to get that shit yet i'm i mean i'm sure somebody's looked so if there's a curse if there's a curse maybe who knows who knows yeah so then he he died a little while later all right so for years after this the penthouse was empty until um radio producer carlton alsop his wife and their four great Danes uh, decided to move in. But things quickly went downhill. The dogs would act strangely. They would whine and they'd refuse to enter the apartment. Um, and both uh, Mr. and Mrs. Alsop complained of hearing the click clack of women's high heels. <laughs> even though there was there was no one else there. Oh, shit. So at her wit's end, Mrs. Alsop moved out, um, and uh, Carlton was sad, but he decided, uh, you know, fuck it, you only live once, and uh, he decided to start throwing these, like, crazy-ass parties, right? He's like, my wife left me because my apartment's weird. I'll have a bunch of parties. So people would show up, but then people would be like, yeah, the vibe is super off here, man. (laughs) 
Whoa. And people would constantly complain that they felt like they were being watched. Mm. Um, one woman claimed that she was followed down the stairs by a woman, but then every time she'd turn around, there'd be no one there. She knew there was a woman behind her. Whoa. And then every time she turned around, there was no one there. Um, oh. So eventually, Carlton went mad, <laughs> as it says here, and checked himself into the mental hospital a few floors down. That's right, Amy. This was also a mental Ex- hospital. <laughs> okay. Wow. If everyone could have seen my face, I feel like uh-huh. I just did a quadruple take uh-huh. in like, within a split second. It was Brain epic. cannot compute. Brain cannot compute. Uh-huh. So what you're saying is... What I'm saying is... Um, there was a hospital a few floors down in this mm-hmm. building mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay this is yep. s- wow Open wow some possibilities right so oh, eventually he got out of the mental hospital but he refused to ever go upstairs again and and just kind of like let it um it was a huge financial loss he just kind of like let it go back to the bank um it was eventually rented again uh, oh, no, it was prepared for rental in 2010, but as of 2020, nobody's rented it. You're kidding me. Yeah. That's really, really surprising, like, that it I would mean, be empty for that long. I mean. I'm sure it's, like, owned by some whatever. Yeah. tax reasons or, you know what I mean. Yeah. But, and but, I, but apparently nobody lives there. Oh, my God, which makes yeah. it even spookier. I would never want to live I in a place that's know. been abandoned and empty for 10 years. That's not cool. Creepy. So then here's my last little bit. Um, on one of these websites, I got somebody in the comments leaving a personal story. Oh, I love those. Uh-huh. Because you'll notice this was – High on curse and light on ghosts. Um, oh, all right. I loved it. I loved this, it, though. This is from a guy named Ronald. Okay. Back in 1993, 57 West 57th Street was called the Medical Arts Building because there was a drug rehab facility on the third floor. So I think okay. wow. the mental hospital became drug rehab. Yeah. Gosh. Um, I was working for a private security company at that time, and I was posted at the lobby desk. My first week there, I overheard the cleaning staff, and a supervisor said the building was haunted. I laughed and said to myself, these people are crazy. Uh, During the course of that year, a lot of strange things happened. Yeah, I wasn't laughing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You wrote that? Uh Uh-huh. When I was in the lobby, I used to hear a conversation between two people. I would look down the hall leading to the 57th Street side and no one would be there. The lobby also had an entrance on the 6th Avenue side. Oh, there you go. It's 57th and 6th. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. The voices were coming from the ceiling. It sounded the same way when people talk in their sleep. There were times when I had to go upstairs to conduct a patrol on certain floors and I felt like I was being watched. As I would approach the passenger elevator, before I could press any buttons, the freight car would open up all by itself. Oh, gosh. This this happened a lot, and it freaked me out. Uh. The cleaning supervisor or somebody else would watch the lobby while I was upstairs. When I got downstairs, I'd ask in a serious tone, did anybody send the freight car upstairs? And they'd say no and state that nobody was using it. Well, how was the freight car getting up there? 
Someone would have to operate it manually or send it up. I'd be on different floors and the exact same thing would happen. I do believe there was some paranormal activity involved. Without a doubt. I worked at that location for a year and there's something else that happened while I was there, but now I will keep it short. The end. What an asshole, right? You jerk. How dare Uh you leave us hanging? And you better believe I absolutely was Googling like Ronald 57 57th Street and I could not find anything else. Oh, and no one commented on his comment. No, thanks a lot, Ronald. Ronald. But those were good stories up until you left us hanging. Absolutely, those were very scary. Very, very scary. Wow, Z's, that's good. Who would have thought? Now we know where to get cheap real estate in New York City, you know? Let's go in on it. We're going to have a, we're going to blow all of our money at an expensive dinner at 1F by yes. land, 2F by sea, but then go to our cheap cursed apartments at 57th and 6th. There you it's go. It's our brand. This is our brand, you guys. We'll get some scallops. Yes, a nice martini. It'll be mm. like a night at Musso and Frank's in Hollywood. Oh, mm. nice, a cheap Manhattan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back to our cheap apartment and don't sleep because there's a curse. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Wow. And also, like, you think, too, like, most mental hospitals, like, back in the day, especially, would, were, were, like, upstate. You know, they were never, yeah. like, right there in, in the city. The city. Yeah. yeah, it was more like, uh, we're going to just ship you upstate for a little bit. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll see you in a few months. See how you're doing. Like a horse. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the Sparky's going upstate to a new farm, <laughs> boys and girls. And uh, he's got me real happy there. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. Well, now when I go to New York in November, I'm going to have to walk by 5757. Well, I have only one incident of something spooky in Italy for you. I Um, was not prepared for this. I was not warned ahead of time. This is what I get for saying let's let's record without talking. Yeah, go ahead. You were not prepared for this. It's it's brief. It's really brief. But like, first off. You know, like I can't sleep anywhere but my own house because I'm afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but also like because of my anxiety and my panic and everything, I'm medicated daily. And then for the emergency situations, I have my Xanax, which is prescribed mm-hmm. everybody. So don't ask me for some. Um, <laughs> it's not recreational. It's medical, okay? Uh, everyone in my family, can I have a Xanax? <laughs> no, guys. No. Mm. It's my it's my candy. Um, so most nights I took half a Xanax to help uh, edge the you know take yeah yeah take the edge off because everything is so fucking old. Like I'm like oh this restaurant in New York City was it's from 1700 something like that's modern in Europe uh, as you know. So so these places were all like very, very old and everything. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to let myself stay awake, you know. And and everything actually had a really good energy. Um, but when it comes to nighttime, I, was, I would just like take a Xanax and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So if there was anything crazy going on, I wouldn't know. Um, and then uh, when we were in Florence or Firenze, because <laughs> yes, I took two years of Italian for this shit. Um, I read a lot of Harry Potter for this shit. 
<laughs> but the, wait, that was in that wasn't. There's. Did they go to Italy? They no, did. there's. Oh. There's a there's a there's a character named Forenzo. <gasps> oh, that's yeah. a cute name for a character. Uh-huh. That's. I met so many Giuseppes, and I just was thinking ah! of your cat. I was just thinking <laughs> of the cat the whole time, Giuseppe. <laughs> um. So. In Florence, we um, we rented a an Airbnb because we didn't like where we were staying. We stayed at like a super cheap hotel, but we like uh-huh. didn't love it. So after one night, we found this Airbnb. Oh, nice! And it was beautiful. And it's it says in the description, and I was like, okay, it's, I'm getting good vibes from it, so I'll ignore it. But it's it's an old medieval watchtower from the <gasps> 1100s. Amy, yeah. Yeah, Tammy, okay. I stayed in it. I stayed oh in my it. God. I'm I so did. proud of you. I will post photos. It's beautiful. Obviously, it's been restored a bunch, I'm sure, because it's very old. Um, but I never in my life thought I would ever touch anything that old. So it's these two medieval watchtowers. Uh-huh. Also, this is a dumb I am. I'm like, this is a medieval city. I didn't know Italy was medieval. It's like, fucking everything's medieval. Amy, you know Rome was in Italy, right? Like that the part Roman I knew. Empire. Yeah, yeah, the Roman That's- Empire. But I didn't know how that it was everywhere. <laughs> it was the first place that was everywhere. That's true. <laughs> well, maybe the first- Ottoman Empire before that. Oh well, Lord, no, maybe yeah. that was after. Yeah, don't listen. To me. I think Romans might have been. It might have been first. Um, real long time ago. Yeah, it's like super long. Like a th- everything's like a thousand years old. So there were these two. That's like two thousand. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh gosh. Yeah, we are in the two thousands, aren't we? Yeah, Rome's killed Jesus. You know. <laughs> right, right, right. So that would yeah. be over two thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he was what in his thirties when he died. So was Ish. it? Was it like thirty A.D. Like when he. 33, Amy. Get oh, your 33. Right. I'm sorry. I'm a bad Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we, we stay in this medieval watchtower and it's so pu- beautiful. And the way like the architect designed it and renovated it, like it was gorgeous. And they did tell us before we checked in, they're like, um, so it's the fourth out of five stories, even though this building is very tall. Um, and they said that the penthouse, the fifth story is being renovated right now. So no one's staying up there, but there is construction noises during the day and it, they break for like two hours in the afternoon cause it's Italy. And yeah. then they wrap up by five. And I was like, well, that's fine because the only weekday we're going to be here is a Friday cause they don't work on Sundays and we check out on Monday. So I'm like, great, mm-hmm. not a problem. So Friday we check in, it's amazing. And we do hear the construction above us. And then uh, they stopped probably at like four o'clock and we, we got ready. We went out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like really good vibes from the place, which was weird because it definitely you could tell like they left a lot of the original stuff like mm-hmm. really old. Um, and then we come back home after dinner. We we go to sleep. Ithamar and I each take half a Xanax because I, I do try to be good. And if I had wine, like I won't, I don't want to drug. I don't want to ruin my body too badly. Um, so, so we're both woken up in the middle of the night at the no. exact same second no. from the sound of what distinctly sounds like somebody dropping a hammer right above our heads. 
And we both woke up at the same second and we were like, did you hear that? And so we turn off the lights. We're looking around like the the stairs, like because it's like a two story place. And so the stairs are like so fucking narrow and like twisty all around and around because it's a watchtower. Mm-hmm. So we're like, go downstairs and check everything out. And we... And so I was like, okay, because we're really groggy. I was like, so what did you hear? And he's like, I heard the sound of like a metal tool dropping. It, I, he's like, I have a feeling it like something rolled off of a table upstairs, like that the, yeah. the construction workers were using. I was like, yeah, except that there was no rolling sound. Like it just dropped, you know, mm-hmm. like if it was something that could roll off of a table and fall onto the ground, it yeah. would have continued to be in motion once it hit the ground. That's a really good point. Yeah. This basically sounded like a 12-pound weight just slamming above us. Mm. And it didn't sound like a ladder fell down. It didn't sound like, you know, like it just sounded like a, a tool that was dropped above our heads. Mm. And like the fact that it dropped like right above the bed too was interesting. And you know that ghosts don't yeah. like renovations. They do not. They do not like that shit. They do not like that shit. So the next day we like reviewed it again. We're like, okay, so what did you hear again? And what did you hear again? And it's exactly what we heard. We heard the sound of like basically sounded like a hammer or something just being plunked down. So I don't think anything fell or rolled off of anything. It was three o'clock in the morning, of course. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah. So I have a feeling that it was just a little poltergeist activity mm-hmm. messing around with us. And the next <laughs> the next night, um, water started leaking through the roof. What? Yep. Um, and we had to get a refund. <laughs> <laughs> That works out. I know. I know because we, I mean, we stayed because the leak was not in a place where it was like on us or bothering us, you know? So, but I was like, okay, someone, and it was a weekend, so there were no workers up there. I'm like, somebody upstairs is fucking around. Oh my God. Maybe the hammer fell on a pipe. Oh my God. And the ghost the ghost was like, oh shit, I didn't mean to. Ah." How do I? (laughs) Yeah, the ghost didn't mean for it to go that far. They were like, I just wanted to scare you. I just wanted to wake you up for some company. Dropped it on this pipe. I'm sorry, you guys. Here's your money back. I like how the ghost is in charge of Airbnb refunds. Yes. Uh, here we go. I'll just take it up with the... You get your cleaning fee back and your service charges back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Leave you a little bottle of Chianti on your way out. <laughs> so that was, yes, that was our only uh, poltergeist ghosty experience Jeez. in all well, the I'm old glad, places. I'm glad yeah. you weren't plagued by it, though. Me because, too. And we, yeah. very mel- we very well might have been, but I drugged myself so I would not know it. Good for you. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you. No Thank shame you. in that. <laughs> I was like, this is my vacation. Uh-huh. The first half was a little stressful because of my family. And no one's going to stop me from enjoying myself. Not even a thousand-year-old watch person ghost. Amen. Mm -hmm. So that was my only paranormal experience to report, and I'm glad that's my only one. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Yeah. So that was my little up ghost and personal for you. Thank you, Amy, for taking one for the team. Uh, And I'm glad you got your money back. You really should have been like, 
it was haunted. Please yeah. refund. <laughs> They're like, oh, you should have said that from the beginning. It doesn't matter if there was water <laughs> leaking on you. That yeah. ghost. <laughs> well, it was one of the amenities. Did you not see it? <laughs> Free flowing filtered water. You know? yeah. no? Wake up call. You didn't want the 3 a.m. wake up call. <laughs> and of course, I got you a souvenir, but I have to send it to you. So Stop. I, I got I to gotta ship it to you, though. And <gasps> I spoke with a shop owner in Italian to talk about what? it. And that's oh. I was like, oh, this is perfect for my girl. <laughs> That is so sweet. I'm so glad you got to use your Italian too. I used it so you did much. Aww. Yes, like nonstop. Everybody really appreciated it a lot, and uh, yeah, it was really really helpful. So I talked to the the guy. I was like asking questions about this thing, and I got a little history lesson. I was like, oh my god, Tammy is going to love this. Oh my god, I'm so and excited. She needs this. So I'll send it to you tomorrow so that you can open I it love on the podcast. Presents. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fifey. You're, You're so sweet to me. Oh, you always spoil me with souvenirs when you travel. So, <laughs> well, guys, if you have souvenirs to send to us because you love us, yeah. um, we don't have a physical well, ma- mailing address. Uh, nope, nope, we don't. We don't. Hey, if you've got a present, we'll figure out a PO box. Yeah, just email <laughs> us about it. Uh, and yeah. email us about your ghost stories yeah. at upghostandpersonal at gmail dot com. And you can also drop us a line on our website, banshiesandbooze.com. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, And you should uh, go on over to Instagram where you will see corresponding pictures from this episode. And you can also drop us a line over there. We are at banshiesandbooze. And if, um, you know, you are the uh, deposit amount on Amy's Airbnb and (laughs) wish to disappear, (laughs) you can go over to Twitter where it banshees Mm, booze. (laughs) (laughs) And please rate and review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, boy. I hear I see I hear her. I, I see actively, her thinking. I am she's thinking so loudly. Thinking, she's thinking very she's like okay, yell thinking. It, I got Fuck, it. Fuck, I've got it. nothing and I already closed out my research, so I can't even go I back. I did too. That's why I had to think so hard. We actually have to rely on our memories now? Okay. okay. Hey Tammy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost, just go to the mental institution a couple floors down. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. Uh. Woo, that was, that was good. That was good. Going, down, was really going downstairs. Close. Be right back. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, um, my God. Hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. <laughs> when you think like that, your face kind of looks like a pumpkin. Like, <laughs> like when you carve a pumpkin, you have this perfect, like, bottom line on your eye, and then it's very round on the top, you know? <laughs> I know. As you're looking for an answer, it's very cute. Oh, my cute. God, my face hurts. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Pumpkin face thinking. Pumpkin face thinking. Yes, um, yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost, uh, steal its earrings and push someone down the stairs. Yeah! Uh, you can not? make some money and have some fun. Be a jerk. <laughs> why not? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, good to be, good in to be our, back. Good to be in our home, my home state. Good to be yeah. back. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got another one to record, and I'm excited because that means more drinks. More drinks. And more ghosts. More ghosts. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Listen, tune in next week. Bye. Bye.